Hey everybody, how we're doing today? We are back for our second episode of Shoot the Shot. I'm Sam Apusateri. Along with me is Alex Mede here. Alex, what the heck? We didn't say Alex anymore. We're saying Mede. <laughs> how are we doing today? I'm doing fantastic. Even better in the last 10 minutes since this has started. I read your name yeah. on the on the uh, the episode, like the recording. Mm-hmm. Said Alex again. Yep. So That's technically on the birth anymore. certificate. So That's the second time yeah. that I've done that in two second episodes. Time in so we're not eight years, I would say. It's it's not going well. Anyways, we have a special edition today. We have an NFL preview. We are less than twenty four hours away from the start of the NFL yes. season. I know I'm excited about that. Midday, are you uh you're pretty oh, excited about that? Super too? excited. One hundredth season. Big deal. The one hundredth season. So we've got a special edition episode. We're going to go through each division, check out their uh, records from last season, kind of look at their over-unders yes. for this upcoming season, give our opinions on those, talk about a few, a few key points. Um, so let's go ahead mm-hmm. and get right to it. We've got 32 teams to get through. Let's go ahead and start uh, in the NFC East. We've got a, a busy division over here. So we've got the Eagles, Cowboys, Redskins, and the Giants. So from top to bottom, last year the Cowboys won this division going 10-6. and six. The defending Super Bowl champs last year struggled a little bit. They didn't have Carson Wentz at the beginning of the mm-hmm. year. Finished 9-7, and seven, which wasn't, you know, wasn't bad. Um, then we went the Redskins, who finished seven and nine, and the Giants were five and eleven. So let's go ahead and start with the Eagles midday. All right, what um, they have the over under set at. The over under is set at ten point five, and all of these all of these over unders are. Um, yeah, where did we get these from? We got these off of Odd Shark. Odd Shark. Odd That's Shark. a gambling thing. So that is a gambling. They thing. They know what so, they're talking about. It was a good uh, it was a good source to use for me, so I just went yeah. with it. I'm here for it. Uh, so the Eagles are at ten and a half. Okay, they were nine and seven, as I said last year. You know, Wentz was coming back from an injury. He missed the first couple the first couple of weeks. Yep. Okay, so he tore that ACL two seasons ago uh, in week thirteen. Okay, so he had to kind of you know get back right. to it. But anyways, let's year. talk about your that's a tough injury to come over back. under. Tough definitely one late in the year. So this one I definitely struggled with. I okay. kind of went back and forth because I, I think ten might actually be the number. And I know that's probably not a popular opinion because a lot of people are high on the Eagles this year. Mm-hmm. But I was just going through their schedule and I mean I think their division's good. I don't think I think the Redskins are no slouch. I don't think it's like a rollover game. The Giants are going to be whatever Eli Manning is, basically, which is obviously nothing. But the outside the division games are, are, are going to be tough for them. So I was just – it was hard for me to say, yeah, I can see definitely 11 wins. So I went with the under, but I'm definitely not putting my own money on that. Okay. So you – so – if it were 10, you'd just say probably if go If it was push, 10, I would have bet the push. With that point five. Yeah. yeah. The point okay. five tripped me up. Okay. So I went with the over, actually, because of the fact that they were missing Carson Wentz. They had that Super Bowl hangover a little mm-hmm. bit. 
um, and they still had nine wins. Very true. So to me, it was just like, you know, they still got the good defense. They got Wentz for a full offseason healthy. Yeah, I've heard good things about okay. his health. They, they've got Jordan Howard at running back. It's true. They got a little um, well, two-headed uh, monster. They've got a they lot think, of running right? backs, actually. Yeah, a couple, actually. They got a rookie that they really like. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, Miles, Miles Sanders, Sanders correct. Yeah. Saw him on my fantasy big board today, had a draft. There you go. Didn't take him. So, <laughs> so I I went with the over. Um, and then one thing about um, each team we're kind of going to throw in there is just something that I jotted down, just how I think they can be successful. And for the Eagles, we had Carson Wentz again. We're going to talk about him throughout the entire football season for, for Sam, <laughs> talking in third yep. person. He's either uh, I think he's going <laughs> to. <laughs> I think he's going to come back to the uh, the MB- MVP form that he that he was at in 2017. Uh, I think that you know he makes the offense run. Him, oh yeah, getting the ball to Zach Ertz, no question. You know, getting the ball to his receivers, letting them make plays. But but he makes plays in the pocket, outside the pocket. So I really think that he's going to be vital to them going far into the playoffs, and then also getting that over that over under yep. but I, I see them in the nfc championship game. Ooh, I, I don't know you're high you, on the eagles that, that's my prediction yeah i, I have eagles saints nfc championship Ooh, okay game. okay i respect it let's move on what's our next team so so let's go to the the cowboys Ooh. who won the division last america's year. team okay in quotes america's team and they this morning got their running back they did big news of the day uh, so he was six years for ninety million. Was a six year, six year ninety million extension. However, it's only fifty million guaranteed. So remember, kids, play baseball. Only. <laughs> only. only. He it's uh, less than ten million. Yeah. A year. So, so they've got him until I believe he's twenty nine, maybe thirty years so, old. An entire career for a running back. <laughs> Basically, his he's he's a cowboy for life, which. You know, I'm happy to see I am that. too because, you know, go Bucks for sure. Right. Ohio. Right. And so let's yeah. go to this this over under. What they got it set at. Uh, they're at nine. Nine even. So, so tell me where you – nine even. So tell me where you're at with okay. this one. So I took the over because I think I would actually I'm, – I'm picking the Cowboys to win this division, if you can believe it. Um, I really still don't love Dak Prescott. But I mm-hmm. think anybody that can turn around and hand the ball to Zeke is a good quarterback. And as long as he doesn't make mistakes, yeah, I think right. he's and that's he's doing usually a good job. what he's what he's known for is he's a above average game manager, you know. And right. it's right. especially now they have Cooper on the outside, they can flip it to him, he can make plays for him. And right. and they got the good defense. They have the good defense. Still. And I've heard a lot of things about how their offensive line might be better than ever this year. So all oh, the really? more reason that Zeke is going to dominate and Dak has even that extra time to well, there you go. Cooper get open. And unfortunately so also, they don't have Cole no, Beasley this year though. So sad. No, no, they've got Michael Gallup, I guess, who's I'm hearing good things about sure. as well. But I also went with the over. I agree with, you know, everything you mm-hmm. said, they got, they got the, the O line. They've got the running back. They've got the, the game managing quarterback. That's not going to lose you the mm-hmm. game. 
They've got a star wide receiver. They've got a defense. So it's tough for me to see that. It's a good team. As much yeah. as we all I mean, hate nine and six. It's a good team. Right. Right. Nine and seven. I said nine and six. Nine and seven. They had two I mean, bye weeks. <laughs> yeah, two. Two buys. So the uh the team quote unquote MVP or the the player that's gonna, you know, give them that success, I put down, um, was obviously Ezekiel yeah. Elliott. So he missed um one game in each of the seasons of 2016 and last year, 2018, and still led the NFL in carries and rushing yards. Speaks for itself. Right. Over his career, 101 yards a game, and they haven't had a losing season since he was drafted in 2016. Wow, really? So You're bringing the stats I mean, today, man. You're right, getting some right. around-the-horn points. If Zeke goes, the Cowboys go. Oh, Always. Hopefully he jumps in another Salvation Army bucket. <laughs> right. I got the big beard, too, looking like Santa Claus. <laughs> kind of gross. All right. <laughs> moving on to the teams that are not going to so, contend. <laughs> right. So let's kind of bunch these two together just because I've got similar. Uh, yeah, I you know, basically team, do. Teams things for them, like how, how they're going to succeed this year. But anyways, yeah. the Redskins are at six and a half. The Giants are at six. Where, where do you got them? So I took the under on the Redskins. I think six is the number for them. I think the quicker they get Haskins in there and getting real game experience, the more beneficial it's going to be for them moving forward. Not real sure about this year, but I think they know that they're not going to compete for this division this season. But I think they're looking good for the future. I, I love Haskins, obviously. A little bit biased yeah. coming out of Ohio State, but his numbers are incredible. Right. And, and like you said, tore it up, you know, at a big time school like yep. Ohio State. They've got guys coming back from an ACL yep. injury. He's looking okay in preseason. So you've got that young backfield. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you know, then they've got Terry McLaurin, another Ohio State guy at receiver. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I know they were really high on him after the draft. And I, I didn't hear much during the summer, but I know that, you know, here and there I saw bits and pieces of mm-hmm. him, I guess, you know, impressing the coaches in, in camp and stuff. So they've got a young team, that, and that's what it comes down to. Um, I had the under as well, and a half, probably going to be five or six. But yeah, you know, again, um, you know, I just I, I think that they're a future team. Yeah, absolutely. So the Giants, where were you at for the Giants? The Giants, what did they have that? They were at, they six. Were at six. They were at six. Yes. So I went with the push, but that's mostly because I think Saquon is an incredible football player. And I think they might be able to split with the Redskins. Um, they usually, for whatever reason, played the Cowboys tough. So maybe they steal one from them in the division. And then... It's possible. Yeah, it's just... Who knows? Eli, for whatever reason, I feel like Eli might have one or two incredible football games left in him. <laughs> and I'm really hoping it's against the Patriots. Because they do play them yeah. this year. If he could just get one more over on Tom... That's the only team he's a Hall of Famer against. Yeah, that's true. I'd vote for him in Hall of Fame. Not really sure yeah. why, but I would. I don't have a yeah. vote, though. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe soon. Um, so the Giants, I actually went with the under. Um, I just feel like they don't have enough yet. Yeah. I'm totally uh, They're still okay kind of juggling the quarterback situation, and I don't think that it, – it's hard to win when, you know, you've got – like, we'll take the Browns, for example, back when – 
uh, Brian Hoyer was starting and you had Johnny Menzel on the bench. The Browns were seven and five, but they pulled the starting quarterback. Whew. Yeah. So, so there's always that locker room tension. And it's just yeah. like, what, what's going on here? So that's what I feel like they're just, they just don't have it all together yet. Gettleman's a questionable G. To say the um, least. Don't know what he's doing, but I'm going to let him keep doing his thing. Um, I'm not paying him. Anyway, the, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the reason I gave for how these teams can be successful, and for both these teams, I put quarterback. Play. Yeah, I think it's it uh, comes the down to that for sure. It, definitely. I mean, both of them are looking at veterans with the rookies behind them. So, you know, it's kind of when's the torch going to be passed? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the yeah. Redskins were 28th very good point, in passing yards. Uh, they were 28th in passing yards Yikes. and touchdowns, actually, last year. That was year. Alex so, Smith. Last year, Alex Smith, Colt McCoy, anybody that played quarterback, yeah, they finished twenty eighth as a team wow. in both touchdowns and yards. Um, and then the Giants kind of, you know, it wasn't the exact numbers of twenty eight and uh, twenty eight, but it's just inconsistency. Yeah. So that's what I put down there. Eli's face on the sideline sums up their entire yeah. play at that position. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. That's the the NFC East. Uh, go ahead, real quick. Give me a champ. Uh, I'm going Cowboys. Cowboys, okay. Uh, obviously, I'm going Eagles because I have them in the NFC yeah. Championship game. It's a close race. Or I could, or I could say Cowboys and say Eagles are coming out of the wild card. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's I'm probably what I would that. vote for. But <laughs> so let's move on to the NFC South. Um, we've got the Saints. Falcons, Panthers, and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Their records last year were Saints thirteen and three, Falcons seven and nine, Panthers seven and nine, and Bucks were five and eleven. Why don't you go ahead and give us the over unders for from Odd Shark for this year? All right, so Odd Shark has the Saints at an even ten, which I'm always frustrated with even numbers. Uh, yeah. Falcons they go eight and a half. Panthers are sitting at an eight even. And the Bucks are six and a half. Okay. So respectable division, top to bottom, it seems. Always pretty tough, at least the top three teams. The Bucks are – nobody really knows what no, they're doing no. down there. Got a new coach, though. I hope. Yep, yep. That's my uh, – we'll start, we'll start down yeah, there. We'll start, let's with, start the with the Bucks. So six and so a we half. we got different answers. Six I and think. a half. Yeah, yeah. So six and a half, you, uh, you had the over. Why I you go did. Ahead? I took the over. Um. I think they won five games last year, which feels like a miracle, right? I mean, we saw oh, they yeah. were back and forth with Fitzpatrick and Jameis, and now I guess it's full go Jameis this year. Uh, Might be a good. thing. I think it is a good thing because just, just stability yeah, wise, they're just yeah. gonna pick one and stick with it, which has some value, yeah. even on. I mean, it's going to be a mediocre team at best. I don't. I'm not going much more than eight wins as a ceiling here. But, I mean, I'm looking at their schedule. They get the Giants. They get uh, everyone in the division. I think the Falcons and the Panthers are beatable for them. I Mm -hmm. think they get the Cardinals once. That's a winnable game. They get the Buccaneers and the Lions. And it's just, I mean, I I didn't think seven seven wins was out of the realm. So, I think Bruce Arians has got um, some good, a a good track record, we'll say. And uh, there's potential. So I'm believing in Bruce Arians. We'll put it that way. Uh, Okay. So 
I said the under for the six and a half, um, kind of similar to, you know, to the Giants and a little bit to the Redskins. I just don't know if they've got it all together mm-hmm. yet. Um, the Giants and Redskins are still a little bit young. The Bucks, I would say, are not young, but I think the inconsistency over the last couple of years, you know, juggling quarterbacks, tossing a new head coach in there, um, they've got good receivers. Um, they've got a good tight end. So, like, their offense is all right. I mean, their running isn't – it's not no. good. No. Um, <laughs> that was my number but, one objective like in fantasy was don't draft a Buccaneers running back. No. I don't even know who the starter I, is. I think they're the same person. It's like Peyton Barber and Ronald Jones, and they're the same person. Is it person. still Peyton Barber and Ronald Jones? Yeah. And Ronald Jones, you know, was good at USC. Is Doug Martin still floating around? Who knows? He was on Oakland last year. 2012, Doug Martin going to come out? I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, so um, my key to success for the Bucks was, as you said, Bruce Arians. Mm-hmm. Um, 49, 30, and 1 as an NFL head coach. So, you know, he's he's a plus 19. Plus 19 is good. Um, hopefully that, you know, he, he doesn't accept losing. So maybe he'll he'll turn the Bucks into um, some winners. So let's go to the Panthers, who are an even Panthers, eight. Panthers, Panthers, Panthers. Go ahead and talk to me about them. <sighs> okay. So this one was another difficult one. And I kind of copped out again with it being an even number. So I bet the push. Um, I think they can be a good team. I think they can honestly make it to the Super Bowl. But I think you're going to reference it more soon. But it all just depends on if Cam Newton can be full Cam Newton. Um, right. I think they're like some really good buzz on their receivers this year. Mm-hmm. With DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel, there's a lot of stuff going with him. Uh, McCaffrey, right. obviously. Can't believe it took me this long to mention him about the Panthers. But uh, he kind of does it all for them. And I don't know. It, they could win five games. They could win 12. And neither one would surprise me. So I bet the push. Right. Yeah. I I just took the under. Um, kind of going back to the competitiveness of the division. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you got to play the Saints twice, got to play the Falcons twice. And then, like you even said, I mean, the Buccaneers aren't a slouch. You know, sometimes they just wow. Yeah, they just wow you. And Jameis, Jameis Winston throws the ball 50 for times 400 and he yards. throws four or five. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I just went with the under. Um, you know, I could see him going seven and nine again. I don't think they're going to, you know, I don't think they're going to, you know, all the wheels fall off. Yeah. Or anything I mean, like that. Cam Newton's an MVP. So it's like, right. You should be able to hold it together. Right. Right. And so my key, you know, to success for them was I put Cam's shoulder, but then, you know, in parentheses, I kind of just said his overall health yeah, um, takes a lot of hits. The, the last two seasons that he played all 16 games. Okay. Last two seasons, he played all 16. They went 15 and one, which was his MVP Oof, season. Forgot they were that good. And then 11 and five. And that was in 2015 and then in 2017. Yeah. So, like, like some I mean, history, it could be an every other year could thing, kind of like you were It'd saying. Be a good, uh, like New York or not New York Giants. Wow, uh, San Francisco Giants, where they won the World Series in all the odd years. Right. Yeah, yeah, or the Spurs. So, let's get into the Falcons. Yep. The Falcons were an eight and a half. Yep. Okay. So I had them at the under. Um, again, you I kind did. of, 
You think yeah, they went I, eight? I, I eight they're five hundred or worse. I think that they will be five hundred or worse. Wow. Yeah. Um, playing the Saints twice again, the Panthers twice, the Bucks twice, and then um, I think I was just I took a peek at their schedule, mm-hmm. and there were some teams they were playing that you know I could easily see them losing yeah. to. I mean, they lost to the Browns last year. I believe year. they start on the road um, with the Vikings, which is that's a tough place to tough, tough place to win right off the start of the year. Right. And the Eagles. Right. Yeah. They play some good teams. Yeah. So so that's what I, I just, you know, they, they, they're really like, they almost are inconsistent, I want to say. Like, the, you know, Julio and, and Matt Ryan kind of aren't, but just I feel like their overall team play yeah, last year even was inconsistent. Last year, I want to blame it on, they got decimated on defense by injuries. I remember mm-hmm. watching the, uh, their first game, and I think three starting secondary people got hurt. Like in the first half, it seemed like. And it was like, oh, yeah. Well, they didn't even have Keanu Neal, I think, the entire season. Right. right. So it's, who's, you know, a, a pretty good safety yeah, for just, them. They got a little bit unlucky. And, I mean, that happens. It's football. People get hurt. But, right. yeah. You want to talk about Devontae so you had Freeman? Them. So, so my, my key to success for the Falcons is Devontae Freeman. Coming yeah. off of an injury-riddled year. Um, oh yeah, I don't think you he know, played at all, honestly. No, no, I don't think he played at all either. Yeah. Um, so 2015 and 2016, he was a 1,000 yard rusher. Okay, and then, um, obviously last year had the injury. Two years ago, had over 800 yards rushing, and two of those years, so that was 16, and then I think 17. I'm pretty sure he had Tevin Coleman for both of those seasons. Yeah, I think so too. So, I mean, to rush for over 800 yards two seasons where you've got a pretty, you know, competitive backup. Yeah, and then someone who needs coming in, snaps. Right. And then coming into this year, you've got no more Tevin Coleman. So, if Freeman stays healthy, they get him going. I, I mean, I can see him running for 1,100 yards. Yeah. No question. I agree. Which is why I went the over because I think he's – I think he's a special player still. Mm-hmm. I think – yeah, I think Matt Ryan is still top of his game. I think Julio's still top of his game. I really like what Calvin Ridley did last year. Yep. And then you know you're going to get two or three touchdown passes from Mohamed Sanu. So, yeah. We'll see where that goes. Yeah. So moving on to the Saints, the uh the winners of the division last year. Yes. They were 13 and 3 last year, mm-hmm. and we've got their over under at 10 for this upcoming season. Yes. I think 10 was a little bit disrespectful. I think they were deserving of at least a 10 and a half, maybe even 11. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, so I really was kind of shocked to see the ball, 10. you know? Yeah, definitely. And I, I, I just can't even, I mean, I think uh, we're both in agreement here that, that the over is yeah. the gimme for the saints. Yeah, this year. definitely at 10. That's almost put my own money um, on it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, come so, on. The Eagles was 10 and a half. Yeah. And, and they and they struggled last year, so I don't understand. Yeah. I guess where the, you I mean, know. I guess Drew Brees did fade a little bit towards the end of last year, but yeah, but it's still Drew it's Brees. Still Drew Brees. He's still going to be accurate. It's yeah. yeah. Even a dip's Drew and, Brees is going to be sixty-eight percent accuracy. So it's it's plenty. Yeah. So my keys uh, to their success this year <laughs> are hoping, hoping the referees. 
<laughs> hoping the referees <laughs> don't take any games from them. That's uh, just in the playoffs. So yeah, we're good. Just in the playoffs. No, we're just kidding. So uh, the key to success for the Saints is obviously the big three. We've got Breeze, Michael Thomas, and we've got Alvin Kamara. Uh, last year, just just some stats from, from all three of these guys real quick. We've got uh, Drew Breeze was a 74% completion percentage. Okay. I think that led the league. He was like five yards away from 4,000 yards passing. 32 touchdowns and only five interceptions. Oh, yeah. So he's taking care of the ball, so, even in his old yeah. age. Taking care of the ball. He's accurate when he's throwing the ball, um, which is to Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara only, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, Thomas had 125 receptions last Oof. year for 14 14- – Hundred yards and nine touchdowns. My goodness. He led the league in catches, and he's poised and, to do it again, as they say. Yes, yeah, yeah. He's very excited. He's got the money in the bank. Yeah, I forgot about he's that. He's ready to he, go. He, he got paid. He did get paid. Shout out to the Saints so, for paying him quick, so he didn't have to do this stupid holdout stuff. Yeah, he got to be with the guys. My goodness, you know, work work on the chemistry with Drew Brees just to make it like where they can both close their eyes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what, his catch percentage um, was absurd last year, wasn't it? Like in the yeah, 80s or 90s. Halfway through the year. Yeah, halfway through the year, it was like he dropped – or there was like three balls that, yeah. that weren't caught that were thrown his way or something. Remarkable for an outside receiver. Um, but then real quick, Kamara um, had almost 1,600 yards of total offense and 18 touchdowns last year, which is just insane. While still sharing with Mark Ingram. Yeah. So now yeah. we get full-blown so, Kamara. Another quick yeah. little nugget for the Saints. They picked up Jared Cook at tight okay. end. So I think that could be even another added dynamic for them. That's lethal, yeah, definitely. Who's Yeah. We'll, we'll move on. So let's move on to the NFC North. Mm-hmm. I know we both think this is a very interesting division. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm Honestly, four teams that can compete to win it. True. Um, we've got the Bears – uh, who were 12 and four last year? The Vikings, who were eight, seven, and one. The Packers were six, nine, and one, and the Lions were six and ten. Um, their odds, uh, their odds, their over unders go nine, 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 seven. So they think a lot of middling teams, but still above yeah. average. So they're competing, is yeah. what it looks like to me. It's going to be a real toss up, and it's going to be real. Like- Probably don't put money on this division winner. No, it's going to be who can stay healthy in my eyes, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah. So let's start with the Bears. They were, won the division last year pretty handedly. Handedly? Is that correct? No, that's right. You're doing amazing. Um, you know, 12 and four, and then second place was eight, seven, and one. So they kind of ran away with it. They did. So you have them as a push. I let's do. Let's talk about that. Because I think they just overachieved last year. Okay. Um, By three games? Yeah, honestly. Really? Okay. I just uh, I don't love Trubisky. No. Um but he's young still and I, he I, is young. Uh I I like the running back. Their defense I like is Montgomery good too. Yeah. Um they always have the advantage at that like basically every spot on defense. Right, right. Um but yeah, I just I don't I don't know. And you don't want to go into Chicago in December and play football. Very true. Weather wise, great it's point. Just not not fun, especially when you're bringing a team from the south up there. Mm-hmm. No so question. I went with the over. Um, 
you know, kind of, kind of similar, just ways for the defense. Um, I think Trubisky one more year, he gets better. And I, I would say 12 and four was a little bit overachieving, but yeah. I, I mean, I still see him at like 10 and six minimum. Okay. I mean, they still have the, the stud defense. Um, they've got a solid rookie running back in David Montgomery. Yeah, people like Montgomery a lot. Tariq Cohen is an absolute weapon. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I still got him at the over, um, even at nine. Uh, and then my key, my key to success for the Bears is obviously Khalil Mack. Yeah. Uh, he, in the last four years, has had double-digit sacks in each of them, which is, like, absurd to me. It's absurd because he's got to stay healthy the whole time, and that's a tough position right. to stay healthy. Right. So, I mean, if he just keeps doing what he's doing, I mean, if like, he's pressuring the quarterback, that just makes everybody else's job so much easier on defense. On defense. Yep. And, if, and if you can't score against him, all they need is a couple of field goals. We don't want to make any Cody Parkey jokes, though. <laughs> doink, doink. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so, the Vikings. Vikings. Uh, are also a nine. They are at a nine, and we – Flip-flopped here. You went push. I did go push for this one. Tell me yeah. about that. Um, so I think their defense is solid. They've got the offensive weapons, but the competitiveness of the division, I don't see them going over. But they're a good enough team that I don't think they'll drop below nine. Yes. Yeah. You know, that tie last year. Ties just ties. They just ties should be a thing. And we had two last year. There were so many ties. There's been so many yeah. ties recently. Yeah. So I, I, I'm keeping them at the nine. I think they get there with the defense and with the offensive weapons. Um, you had them at an over. I did take them at the over, and they are my pick to win this division. Okay. Um, I think there are two receivers. You got Thielen and Diggs. I think I'm – on the upper side of the Kirk Cousins opinion. Mm-hmm. I think he's obviously not a top five quarterback, but I think he's plenty good enough to get you to a Super Bowl, maybe even win it, you know? I think Yeah. He's I mean he's I would said, say he's better than Dak. Yeah. Like yeah. like as pure skill serviceable, you know. Right. I would right. take Kirk Cousins over Dak. He set a yeah. career high last year in completion percentage at seventy, which you don't okay. didn't hear much about. It was accurate. Yeah. I, I mean, know. I mean, he had two receivers over 100 catches. And then. Wow, they posted. They did. I think Diggs had 101, and then Thielen had over 110, maybe 111. That's incredible. Yeah. yeah. So I just, I think they got the offense. I think they got the defense. And they mm-hmm. play in a dome. So it doesn't really matter the weather. Right. So uh, my key to success for the Vikings this year has got to be Dalvin cook. Um, you know, you talked about the completion percentage and, you know, the two receivers going over a hundred catches. If they can run the ball oh. too, they're going to be so hard to that much easier. And, and Dalvin cook hasn't been healthy since he's been in the league, which is, is kind of upsetting because he's really fun to watch. Yeah. Run. Like he runs, when he is so healthy. Hard. He's damn good. Yeah. Runs so hard. Um, but he's played 15 games. That's it in the last two years. So he hasn't even played a full season yeah. in two seasons combined. Yep. Um, but he averages 
4.7 yards a carry. Okay. So that's, I mean, that's hall of fame. You give him hall the ball of fame three times. Pace. He's get, Yeah. I mean, he just got to stay health healthy. And, and I think they can do some damage offensively mm-hmm. in the division and even in the playoffs. Yep. So moving on uh, the third team with a nine for their over under, we've got the Packers. Go pack. Go. So, Go ahead and uh, talk to me about your boy, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> so I don't think there's anything that needs to be said extra besides look at that mustache. But yeah. <laughs> besides that, I, uh, I took a push on a nine for them because I still think Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in the league. Um, definitely throws the best Hail Mary. Definitely has the best mustache, as I already said. He... Yep has a new coach that I think he probably won't hate this season because I think there was a lot of tension between old Mike McCarthy, uh, maybe overstate his welcome with Aaron Rodgers. And I mean, Devonte Adams is going to be Devonte Adams. I think they're ready to let Aaron Jones be the running back. Hopefully, hopefully for sure. And what is Matthew Barry always says, uh, he always tweets free hashtag free Aaron yeah, Jones. Yeah. <laughs> Which is so true so, because he's just he's just oh, the best yeah. running back on that team. And I don't know hilarious. what they're doing. Hopefully the new coach helps yeah, that out. Yeah. And so gotta be honest, go I don't know anything about the Packers defense. It's not it's not I mean, great. I know they drafted they drafted um the kid out of Michigan. Yeah. I believe it was a kid out of Michigan. Gary, um, maybe with their, their first round pick. Yeah, Gary, yeah. that's who it was. It was either Gary or, or Devin Bush. One of them went to the Steelers. One of them went to the Packers. They're twins. I'm, I'm pretty definitely sure. gonna Anyways. look it up as we speak. So you keep going. <laughs> All righty, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna talk about my under for the Packers actually. So I had them at an under. Um, I think shifting head coaches is always troublesome for a team. Mm-hmm. True. There's there's of course you in know, the first year, no doubt, guys. Right. There's always guys, you know, like Sean McVay who, who tear it up, but you know, I just expect a little bit of, a little bit of trouble transitioning, especially for Aaron Rodgers, who's, you know, kind of notorious for having issues with his head coach. Um, So I just, I gave him the under, I don't think it's going to be much. I mean, it's going to be seven and uh, seven and nine or eight and eight is what I, is what I'm, I'm thinking. Um, but my key to their success is obviously Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Um, so he just some, some fun facts about him. Hasn't thrown a double digit interception. Like hasn't had double digit interceptions in a single season since 2010. Mm-hmm. That was his like Takes care of the ball. season or the first year he got the keys. Or was that when they won the Super Bowl? Uh, I think that was his second. That might have been the Super Bowl year, honestly. I can't remember. It was either 10 or 11 when they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah I, I I wish I knew that. I, I think it might that have been. That would be hilariously ironic. That would his be funny. worst interception um, year was when they won. Yeah, but anyway, takes care of the ball, uh, carries the Packers. He is 157 and 1 as a starter. So. You know, if they're gonna if they're gonna do anything, they're obviously due because last year uh, they struggled a little bit. Yep. So let's move on to the bottom of the division, but you know, not really. They still compete. Yeah. The uh, the Detroit Lions. Okay, we've got Matt Stafford coming back still, again. Yep. 
Um, we both took the under on yeah. these, on on their seven, which I think we both kind of just just went with the uh, the fact that the division's tough. It's yeah, I, I don't think they'll be favored um, in any of the division games. No, and you got to play all those teams in the division twice. So I mean, that could they could be looking at at six right. losses right. right there. And I just I think it's just a repeat of last year's six and ten performance, mm-hmm. where I mean they'll surprise you a couple times, but yeah, yeah. So, um, but for them to be successful, you know, Matt Stafford's going to do his thing. Um, but I had Kyrion Johnson as as their key to success. Who's you know their second year. I think he's their second year running back. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to be the lead back this year. So he kind of split a little bit of time with LeGarrette Blunt last year. Um, he had 150 touches and I, I'm pretty sure Blunt that had to be more between 15 and 20, between 15 and 20 more than him. And he had almost a thousand scrimmage. Uh, Johnson yeah. did. So and, and Blunt had like six hundred or five hundred or something absurd, and I was I mean, just like, "Holy crap!" They need to stop yeah. giving other and people. And Blunt's out of the league for good reason now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So and Johnson, lastly, you know, he averages five point seven yards a touch. So give him the ball twice, and you're getting a first yeah. down. And so I think that's definitely positive. Oh yeah, special talent for the special Lions. talent. Yeah. Where so are we at? Let's move the West? on to the NFC West. Let's yes. Get it. Pretty competitive. Um, well, it's sort of competitive. I think it's going to be competitive. I think I'll this say year. the top two, I'll agree with. Mm-hmm. It'll right. be fun. So we got the Rams, who were 13 and three last year. Obviously, you know, made it to the Super Bowl. Didn't go as planned. Oh, what a tough game to got watch. Got some help. Right? Yeah, that was. It's just like, it's hard to think that's fun, but, you know, it's yeah. still the Super Bowl. So it's Those so exciting. Football but... purists out there will tell you they loved it. Got a little help from the zebras <laughs> to uh, stop a breeze, Brady. Super yeah, Bowl. that's a real bummer. But we'll get it this year, yeah. maybe. So, so they, um, Oddstruck had them at ten wins. Um, we both, I think, looked at that again. You know, yeah. kind of like the Saints, and yeah. we're just like, why is that so? How low? is it lower than the Eagles? Is where I go back to. I, right, right, and, and the Eagles are, you know. Super Bowl champs t- like two years ago, but the Rams were just there last year, and you're still giving them a half game. Yep. I'm obviously rooting for the Eagles this year, but I don't get the even ten. Yeah. I agree. Um. <clears throat> so we both had the over on them. The Seahawks were at an eight and a half. Um. Both had the over on the Seahawks as well. Yep. Uh. Just, I just want to give you some quick stats about the Seahawks and, and actually Russell Wilson, because um, he's my my key to key to success for them. Rightfully so. So, in seven years that he's been there, okay, hasn't missed a single game. So sixteen for sixteen, really? seven straight years, which is incredible. Wow. I mean, absolutely incredible for a guy who's as mobile. I had as he not is. really realized that. Yeah, it's incredible. So, hasn't missed a game, and so we've got these seven these seven years as a starter. One year, one year they've had less than ten wins. Wow! And it was nine. He was, I believe, that was last year. No, two years ago. Sorry. Wow. So I mean, worth that contract. Eight and a half. Yeah, and eight and a half 
for their over under to me i was i saw those stats and i'm just like dude they're not yeah they're not going under. I'm, I'm, I, I can't sit here and tell you that russell wilson's going to be a 500 quarterback i think it really right. just comes down to that well and and they run the ball efficiently they run it a lot okay they just got jadavian Clowney for next to nothing <laughs> yeah i mean i mean shout out to the dolphins they're gonna be incompetent they, yeah, they might. They, I mean, they could give the Rams uh, for their money for the division. Yeah, it's going to be fun. So, moving on to the 49ers, we have kind of differing opinions. On yeah, them. we do. Uh, why don't you, real quick, talk to me about why you have them under? They're, they're at an eight and a half. So, why, why do you have them? They're under? at an eight and a half, which I think my initial reaction is why. Um, mm-hmm. I have yet to see Jimmy Garoppolo stay healthy. And that's the bulk of the reason why I put under. Um, I don't think any of their receivers scare me besides Kittle. And right. Godwin is fast, Godwin is fast, man. but is you get him the ball and open sp- and he, he runs better routes. Like he's not just a straight speed, you know. Like I think he he runs better routes and, and as soon as they get the ball in his hands and it's like then he's yeah. gone. You know? Mm-hmm. So that that's kinda why I had them um at the over. Yeah. I, I I kinda looked at it kinda like you did and I was just like, hey, eight and a half, that's an easy under. But I kinda dissected it so a you're little thinking bit. Nine? Um I'm thinking yeah. nine, yeah. I think that um the other divisions um are gonna struggle a little bit and I think that they might have an opportunity to sneak into the playoffs, actually. Yeah. Wow. Um, Shanahan runs a good offense. We we know this. Yep. Uh, they've got. I, I think they have two good running backs. You got Matt Breida and Tevin Coleman, who's now out there. Um, I think Jared McKinnon's still floating around somewhere, isn't he? Yeah, he's uh, actually out. Oh, for the okay. Year. Well, he tried again. Yeah. Good thing I drafted him. He, last he's year. out for the year again. Yeah. That Ouch. Was, that was bad. He still yeah. made it right. I feel bad for him. Yeah. But so, um, real quick, their key to success, I ha- had to put defense. They only had seven takeaways. I can't last believe year. that. Set the Browns had six in Week One <laughs> against the Steelers. Thanks, Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. So, so they definitely upped the defense a little bit. I think their D line um, got a little better this offseason. Then you add a, a guy like Bosa, definitely going to help. Um, but I see them, you know, being a little more competitive than four and twelve this yeah. year. And fun fact for you, I heard this months ago. But there, every sing, every season in NFL history, I believe, I believe, okay, mm-hmm. a four and twelve team from the previous year has made the playoffs the next year. No way! Is that a real stat? I'm pretty sure if you look that up, that's a real stat. Holy crap! Yeah. So. There's three of them this year. It was the uh, the Forty ers the Raiders, and the Jets. And to me, it was just like it's easily the Forty ers <laughs> The Raiders Sorry, aren't I making laugh. the playoffs in that I division. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. So, last but not least, the Arizona Cardinals, who are now under the direction of Cliff Kingsbury, they were at five and a half. Yeah. After having the first pick, Kyler Murray added to their roster. So, what do we think about that? I think 
I think it's an easy under. I think it's a first-year coach. I think it's a first-year quarterback. I think it's a quarterback who's rounding up his height big time to 5'10". Um, I get it. He's fast. I get it. He's accurate. I get it. He went first in the draft. So obviously people like him, but I don't. (laughs) And I don't really like any of the receivers on that team that he's throwing to. I do love David Johnson, but running backs don't really win you games. Aside from a few standout all time grades, obviously. But yeah, I think five and a half is absurd. I think four wins is is where this team sits. And the defense is still a little bit questionable. Yeah. Um, you know, they could have all this all this, you know, wow factor on offense. If you but give it up thirty, he ain't gonna win much. Yeah. Right, right. So we both had the under. Um and you know, my key to success was just Kyler Yeah. Uh seeing what he can do. Um, and against an NFL defense, we're all curious to see, obviously, you know, every year you want to see how this first overall pick does. So, um, you know, if he's successful, it's hard to say the team won't be good point in a, in a way, in a way. All right. So that's the NFC, uh, real quick, since I gave my NFC championship prediction, uh, why don't you give me a championship prediction and then uh nfc nfc champs uh real quick so the nfc champ that i want to go with i want to be weird and i want to pick a team that no one's really thinking but my heart's telling me it's going to be the saints because i think they've just been so close they've been knocking on the door last two years they got robbed um and I just think this is going to be the year, and I think this is when we're going to get Drew Brees his maybe ride off into the sunset type moment, and he's going to lead the stories in the off season. Of is he just going to go out on top? I I hope so. That's what I um, think. I, I I have the Saints and the Eagles. Um, you know, I think. You know, I think I'm going to go with the Saints. As yeah, well. I think um, I'd probably put not the Cowboys to, yeah, not- in the in the game. I think Saints Cowboys is what would I would you? pick. Okay, okay. Um, not to you know pick the same team as you, but I I just really think they're. I mean, they kind of got you know like the refs last year, and then the year before something I can't remember what happened the year before, but um, I just think that it's all going to come together this year. They've got the offense, they've got the defense. As long as everybody stays healthy, I think they can yep. do it. I'm excited. I'm a closet Saints fan, I, I want to say. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's hard to so, dislike Drew Brees. Oh, great guy. You know, he's below He's below six feet. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say it. He is. <laughs> but he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Absolutely. Maybe zeroth ballot. Let's just Maybe put him in now. ballot. <laughs> Golf does it. Can you believe I added a TH to zero? That's it's a word. Yeah. So we got the NFC. Let's go ahead and move on to the AFC. Oh, yeah. Um, we're going to start in the AFC East. Um, kind of going to go through this division quickly because I think we both, you know, it's an easy winner. Yeah. We, we know that new England's going to be new England. Um, hard to pick against them. Yeah. Coming off of a Super Bowl win. They did have the over under at 11 and a half. 
11 and a half, which we both still said over. We both which... said over because I'm not betting against that team. I'm sorry. No, and it's and it's so hard to look at their schedule and and be like, yeah, I can see them losing five games. Yeah. Like they did last year, but I just don't – I mean, I don't see it happening. And it's so hard to look at the schedule and see it. Mm-hmm. So both had the over for the Patriots at 11 and a half. Key to success, Brady and Belichick. You know, Until they, someone sets them down, right. we're going to keep picking right. the overs. <laughs> right. So, Bills were kind of, you know, kind of sort of eh. close to second place last year. Yeah. But it's hard to say the Dolphins anyone you won in second had. place, honestly. <laughs> uh, but the Bills are at seven and a half this year. You said the over real quick. Why don't you give me a give me a reason? I why. did, and I think I'm going to group my Bills Jets picks together here. Okay. Um, I figured one of these teams is going to go eight and eight. One of them is going to go seven and nine, and the tiebreaker for me was last season's performance. I think the end of Josh Allen's career, he might have found something with him using his legs. Um, end of his season. Yeah, the end. <laughs> The end of the season. Uh, and yeah, I just think I don't want to call it a coin flip, but I said one of them is going to go eight, one of them is going to go seven. So yeah, but over on the Jets, very similar. Bills. No, over very on the similar. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I had an under for both of them. Uh, I just don't see either of them uh, getting to eight games, eight wins. Yeah. I, I'm I don't okay know with I you mean, saying that for sure. Yeah. I just, I mean, Obviously, it's a competitive division. I think they'll split with each other. You know, both are going to lose both two to the Patriots. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the Dolphins take one from either of them, oh, honestly, my. just because Fitzpatrick had some miracle at the beginning of the year last year at Tampa Bay. Um, yeah. So that's true. Uh, Early under. season Fitzpatrick. Yeah, he'll do good he's enough dangerous. to get himself another contract. <laughs> yeah, he's dangerous. What was their over under? Um, the Dolphins. The Dolphins were at four and a half. Four. Both oh. both took the under. Yeah. When you get rid of your starting I left just... tackle. <laughs> it's yeah. such an obvious thing um, by the front office. I right. think that's all you can it say. Is. It is. And, and they're going for Tua and can't I really think blame it's, them. Their, their ceiling is three wins. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. So, yeah. Um, but anyway, my, my keys to success for these three teams were – uh, the Bills, I had Josh Allen's arm. Uh, just got to throw the ball a little bit better. Uh, he's had a 52% completion percentage last year, and that's just pretty gross. Not, not yeah. great. Yeah, not great. That's Deshaun so Kaiser it's not level. Even, yeah, it's not even like they weren't throwing that much. He just wasn't throwing it very accurately. Yeah. Um, the Jets were was Le'Veon Bell. Mm-hmm. Um, took last season off, so I think a lot of people are curious to see you know, where he picks up, um, you know, his last season with the Steelers, he was a 1200 yard rusher and a 600 yard receiver. So, I mean, 1800 yards of total offense is incredible. And if he can do that in New York, I think that, you know, he's worth every penny of that contract Mm -hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, the dolphins, uh, just had the backfield, uh, Drake, Kenyon Drake, and then Kalen Ballage or Balaj. I can't can't think of how to say it, but, Okay. Um, but Drake last year was almost a 500 yard um, rusher, 500 yard receiver, and he only started seven games. Really? 
Yeah, nearly so a thousand all-purpose yards. Yeah. It was it was very uh, interesting to me. Um, and then ba- Balage, um, I I've just read a lot of um, reports that they, they love do. Him. They love him there. They'll probably trade him. Yeah, man. they they like him. They probably <laughs> will trade him. Sorry, Eli. But they, oh yeah, shout out Eli, Dolphins fan. I think Benny's a Dolphins fan too. Oh no, he's not. <laughs> I think he is. Steelers and Dolphins. Nobody's a Dolphins fan except for Uncle Kevin and Eli. <laughs> um, but anyway, AFC East going to the Patriots. I think we can both agree yep, on that one. No doubt. Um, circling to the AFC South. So we talked about Andrew Luck a lot in our first episode. We did. Um, the Texans actually won the division last year at 11 and 5. Colts were 10 and 6. Mm-hmm. Titans were 9 and 7, and the Jaguars were 5 and 11. This year, Odd Shark has the Colts at nine and a half, Texans at eight, Jaguars at seven and a half, and Titans at seven and a half. So it's just they don't want to tell you who they think is going to win. Not, yeah, like. I mean that's that's almost as bunched together as the NFC North. Yeah, I mean, and it really is a toss. I mean, it is a toss. I mean, yeah, the the Titans somehow always win eight or nine games, and that might be enough to somehow. win this division this year. Somehow, the Colts, yeah. I think, they sat that nine and a half, I think, when they thought Andrew Luck might have been playing. So I think yeah. it's a little bit easy of an under there. I think that might still be the Andrew Yeah, Luck I think seven and a half might sure. be closer to what it might be now. Which is even more gross because Which then you got a team at eight. Makes the whole division. Yeah, there's no favorite. <laughs> it's all even money. Yeah. So – for the Colts, uh, we both had the under. Texans, we both took the over. I mean, they were eleven and five yeah, last year. I, just, I don't. I like I don't Deshaun Watson. See how they? Yeah, I don't see how they even get a push at eight. And I really don't think Lamar Miller getting hurt does anything for their record. You know? No, because they couldn't. I mean, they couldn't run the ball no. that well last no, year anyway. No, they don't. So they don't need him. You add right. You add. Tunsil, it's like the fourteenth best running is, back in the league. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, they add Tunsil, which is obviously a huge addition to their line. Yeah. Um, he's gonna be, I think he's the left tackle, right? He's yeah. he's protecting the uh, the he's blind, blind side. side guy. Yeah. Um, he's he's that a, line was just he's a gas mask guy year. too. Oh, so, is he? Definitely. Okay. Nice okay. draft. Um, but their key to success is obviously the offensive line. Um, they've got to they've got to be better than last year. Forty one point one percent of Deshaun's passes last year were pressured by the defense. That's wow. too much. Wow. Yeah. So and they still won um, eleven games, and they still won eleven games. So with a, with a horrible. I mean, that's one of the key. That's one of the key positions to even, you know, making the playoffs, let alone winning eleven yeah. games. No question. Um, the Colts. Uh, I just had. Brissett as their key to success. Um, I kind of just, you know, he's got to help the Colts fans feel better about about losing Andrew Luck. You know, so yeah, if he goes out and he shows he shows out a Nate little bit. Peterman sitting back there waiting for him. Yeah, right. And, and he's been in the system. He had a rough a rough first time around in Indy, going four and eleven. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they got a better team around yeah. him now. He's got more experience in the system. You know, I think they'll they'll be okay. Yeah, I agree. So Jaguars and Titans were both at seven and a half. Um, you said under for both. I did. Um, go ahead. Give me a quick, quick explanation. Uh, 
quick one on the Jags. I kind of referenced it in episode one, which shout out to the 13 people that listened to that. But I'm just not that high on Nick Foles. I think, I think I've seen enough of him uh, on the 13 other teams that he's played for to say that he's, he's not bad, but he's not great. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I took the under thinking seven is the number. Okay. Um, I don't think they'll be terrible, but I do think Fournette will take another step back to being a good running back this year with some health, mm-hmm. but under's the pick. Okay. Uh, so I had an over for the Jags and an under for the Titans. And, you know, I think that the Jaguars have a tough defense, and I think that Nick Foles will really bring the offense up to speed a little bit. Um, I think it'll it'll help – you know, five and eleven last year was definitely an offensive flaw. Oh, Blake Bortles. Um, yeah. yeah. So I really think that you know Nick Foles and then Fournette missed some games last year too. Yeah. I think that that experience of you know I'm a Super Bowl MVP Nick Foles. Yep. Uh, that's gonna be his nickname, Super Bowl MVP Nick Foles. Put it on the jersey, <laughs> all of it. Yeah. Uh, I think that that'll really help bring the offense, you know, up to or if not up to, but close to the defense's level. And then the Titans, the under, just competitive division. Um, yeah, I just – I don't like the Titans. No. I don't like Derrick Henry. I don't like Mariota. No, but if they're going to be successful, it's going to be through Derrick Henry. And let me give you some stats about Derrick Henry. I'd love to tell you how much I don't care. <laughs> so he really needs to pick up where he left off for them to be successful. His last four games. Okay. Four games rushed for 585 yards, 500. That's a 146.3 yards per game and seven touchdowns. I don't think he can keep up that pace for 16 games, but that's an an incredible incredible pace. Yeah. Incredible feat for four games. I mean, helps when you have a 99 yard run in the one game and had 200 and some yards, but that's yeah. Um, I have a fantasy grudge with him. Yeah. So nothing he can do is going to make me feel good because I dropped him and then he went off. Yeah. That. That's tough. So that's tough. Goodbye, Derek Henry. Yep. Moving on. So I think we both can agree. Uh, Texans are probably taking this division. Yeah. That's my pick. Definitely. Definitely a, a solid choice. You know, 11 and five last year and they, they bring some, some key parts this year. Mm-hmm. So moving on to the AFC West. We've got the Chiefs and Chargers, who both went 12-4 and yes. four last year. Another top-heavy division. Yeah, top-heavy, very top-heavy. Um, and then the Raiders went 4-12 and 12 last year, and the Broncos were 6-10. and 10. Mm-hmm. So we've got uh, Odd Sharks over-under with the Chiefs at 10.5, the Chargers at 10, the Broncos at 7, and the Raiders at 6. Yes, so... I think we're pretty similar for the majority of this division. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Chiefs, I go over because Patrick Mahomes. Right. And 12 wins last year was, you know, his first year. And yeah, yeah, it, it just offensively, they are unbelievable. And like they're a team that can outscore you. It doesn't matter what their defense is doing. They can outscore you. Mm-hmm. So um, definitely. And then you went under for the rest of the division. I did. Um, but before you yell at me, you went under for the last two as well. You're right. You're right. And, yeah. Uh, Chargers, I just 
Uh, I guess, yeah, I want to know why, I guess, the Chargers, you have them as an under. Because I, I can understand the other two, but I kind of want to know a little bit about the Chargers. Yeah. So, we'll break it down with the Chargers. I'm predicting a drop-off in Phillip Rivers. Okay. Uh, I think Melvin Gordon is a little bit of a difference maker. Maybe a one-game difference maker. Okay. Uh, and I don't really, I don't think he plays for that team this year. Is also when I, my reasoning behind the under. Yeah. I think he either gets traded or just sits out the whole time. Yeah, which I do hate that. It's not fun, man. You like seeing guys that are good play. Yeah, I know. It's another fantasy player that yeah. hurts the the numbers for that. Um, yeah, and they just, I mean, they have some tough games. This division's tough. They got to play the Chiefs. Obviously, they got to play. I mean, Denver's okay in Denver. Yeah. So, I mean, that's They've a tough the game. They've got the defense, for sure. they got to play the Jags. they got to play the Vikings. Uh, Packers, Bears, Steelers. they got some tough games. Tough schedule. Tough games. Yeah, tough schedule. So, it's not a hard um, under, but it's, it's an under at a 10. I'm okay. under on 10. Okay. So, we both had under for the Raiders and Broncos. I think that's, you know, a little yeah. bit um, – just feeling like things aren't quite no. there. Uh, maybe some distractions out in Oakland. I think it'll um, be a train wreck. A couple of helmets. I think the Raiders are, a train wreck. are missing. Yeah. I think hard hard knocks in Antonio Brown. I don't think I makes mean, no. Ball. He hasn't even been playing football the whole time. He just talks about yeah. his feet. My feet burnt. Yeah, I'm like, we get it, bro. Play football. Yeah. Um, the Broncos are interesting, honestly, because I think that they have. They have a good defense. Like, they've got a dominant defense, yeah. but I don't know. I mean, when you play the Chiefs and Chargers four times, mm. that's putting you, you know, at best 12 and four. And then you got to win the rest of them. That's not. Yeah. And it's, I mean, we, we're both Browns fans. We, we watched Joe Flacco enough. I think we, we would vote for the not elite for Joe Flacco. Right. And right. so, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I would agree mm-hmm. with that. Um, so my keys to success for, for these four teams, for the Chiefs, it's got to be Patrick Mahomes. And, and I just said, you know, back-to-back MVPs. Yeah. He had 5,000 yards passing last year, 50 touchdowns. He's going he's, he's gonna to tear it up, mm-hmm. and that's how they're going to be successful. Yep. Um, you know, the, the offensive firepower is just – it's hard to match. Yep, no signs of anybody slowing down. Especially because the NFL doesn't care that Tyreek Hill is a terrible person. So, right. Yeah. I was going to just say, you know, and they also are, are, are making sure Tyrese still on the field. Tyree. Tyrese. Tyrese is still on the field. Tyrese from Tyree. Fast and Furious is on the Chiefs. <laughs> um, so, moving on to the, the Chargers, I had, you know, it's got to be Austin Eckler and Justin yeah. Jackson just They're replacing Melvin. Yeah. And, and, They've got to do that without a hitch, and I think they can. Um, they they both actually have averaged more yards a carry over the course of their career than Melvin has. Mm. Interesting fact. That's a good little nugget. Um, yeah. So Melvin had 225 touches last year. Okay. Yeah. So that's just got to get split. It's got to just get split between them and. Uh, he had thirteen over thirteen hundred yards in those two hundred and twenty five touches. Um, yeah, the uh, the other two had two hundred and ten touches, 
and they had just under 1,300 yards. So they could keep it afloat is what you're telling me. It's very, it's very, yeah, it's very similar. Um, And I think it honestly makes it better for them that teams aren't really needing to game plan for a one running back. It is much harder to plan for two people. Yeah. Yeah. So I I, definitely interesting. Want to keep an eye on it, especially with Melvin, not liking money. (laughs) Yeah. Um, The Raiders, I had to put Antonio Brown. Yep. Uh, it's a matter of if he can continue to produce like he did in Pittsburgh. Um, kind of what we talked about last last episode. His last six years in Unreal. Pittsburgh, he averaged. Okay, these are averages. Okay, over the last six years, 171 <laughs> targets. 171 targets. That's 115. 115 catches. Incredible. Okay, fifteen hundred yards and eleven touchdowns. Yeah, okay. as an average, as an average. So if he can, I mean, if he can come out and open and and do that, I think that they'll find a way to be successful offensively. Yeah. Don't know much about defensively. No. If they did, to stop I mean, anybody. they took Cleveland Farrell four in the draft. Should help their pass rush, they think. But mm-hmm. I felt like it was a reach to go for him at four. Yeah. But yeah, I think he was projected, you know, the teams. Yeah, but they liked him. They went and got him. If you like him, right, right. You like him. The best like way him. to make sure you get somebody. Uh, so lastly, in the AFC West, we've got the Broncos, and I, I said their offense. Mm-hmm. Um, they were 25th in the NFL in points per drive last that year. Is going to be on Case Keenum's good. gravestone. Yeah, not good enough. And the defense was ninth. So like their defense Plenty is good. there. They just yeah. need, yeah, they just need the offense to catch mm-hmm. up. So let's move on to our favorite division. Oh, the grand finale. The AFC North. Okay, so the Steelers, the Browns, the Ravens, and the Bengals. Okay. Yes, sir. Pretty, pretty close last year. The Ravens were ten and six. Steelers were nine, six, and one. Browns were seven, eight, and one, and the Bengals were six and ten. Yeah. Okay. The so the over the unders. No, the Browns were not in the basement for the first we time. We hung a banner in a long for time. Sure. It's a banner year. Yeah. So, the over-under, according to Odds Shark, we had uh, the Browns and Steelers were at nine, Ravens were at eight, and the Bengals were at five and a half. A lot of even numbers here. You know how yeah. much I hate that. A lot of even. It's hard to, uh, to say over-under on these ones. I agree. So, I'm going to start with um, the one I care about the least. Okay. Uh, the Bengals. I'm taking the under. Mm-hmm. I just Same. think – AJ Green might be entirely done playing more than eight games a season. Yeah, I think Andy Dalton is near the end of his rope. Did the defense get much defense? better? I don't think so. I mean, they lost perfect, I don't, so they I mean, have less suspensions. I mean, it was a, it was there was a string of like three or four games where they gave up 500 yards of total offense. Ooh, that's not going to do it. Didn't know that. Yeah, no, yeah, not happy not with good. my under. So. So I don't know if that's five hundred. Maybe it was four hundred. I might be. No. I might be making the Bengals no, no, no. worse we'll call than it they already are. And say they're terrible. <laughs> One win team. So we, yeah. So so we both got the Bengals at the mm-hmm. under. Um, their key to success for me, I just said team health. Uh, they had AJ Green, Andy Dalton, and Tyler Boyd all finished the season on the IR last year. Okay, so last game of that's the year so against sad. the. Uh, <laughs> 
I think it was against the Steelers last game of the year. They had 21 players on the end. Oh, my goodness. Too many, too many to even be six remote. There was successful. less people on the IR after the Civil War. Yeah. 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 Is it too soon? It's not too soon. It might We're have been. fine. It's like 160. Um, positive note, though, for the Bengals real quick. They were 5-3 and three through the first eight games last yeah. year. Yeah. When they have their players, so they're not. When they had everybody, awful. yeah. You're looking at them and you're like, okay, you know, they, they can compete. So that's where, you know, they still have the, the competitiveness, but – the division's getting tougher, and they're getting more injured. <laughs> All right, who's next? So, let's move up to our uh, let's move up to the the Ravens. The Ravens. Um, yeah, I had them at an under for for eight flat. Ooh, you went under okay. on eight. I went under. Um, I just you I think just they're a below five hundred team. I think their defense got a little worse. I'm gonna okay. be honest. They picked up Earl Thomas um, though. Everybody. They did he's maybe a little um, bit past the. Uh, he, he's the a little good old. safety. They age. also lost Mosley. They lost Mosley. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I, and I mean that's an anchor for your defense. A guy it that's is. playing linebacker, definitely that a leader. Uh, Browns, Steelers. I, I mean Browns are getting better. Steelers, I don't think are, are missing nope, a beat. I don't think so either. Um, and Lamar, I, I just think that it's going to come time where he's going to have to throw the yep. ball, and I don't know if he's going to be able to do. Yeah. It. Uh, you had him right at I the I did eight. take him right at the eight. Uh, okay. For a lot of reasons you just listed. Um, yeah. I think 10 last year uh, might have been a result of a little bit of luck in the early season. Not Andrew, no pun intended. Uh, but then <laughs> Lamar Jackson just being such a change of pace that it was hard for teams to game plan for late in the year. So he just kind of surprised yeah. a few teams. I don't think he'll surprise anybody this year. But, I mean, he is a special athlete. There's no question about it. Oh, yeah, but, for sure. And But having an offseason to prepare for his play style, I think, definitely yeah. helps. Teams in the division and, and other teams, like, you know, knowing that they're going to see Absolutely. him at some point in the year. Definitely. Um, but my key to success for the Ravens was Lamar. Okay. Um, and it was him throwing the ball. Uh, he threw for 75 yards a game. <laughs> yeah so that's where i'm just that like is... dude if if they gotta throw the ball i don't know if he's gonna be able to do it yeah i think he can i think he's got but... arm strength but it's the accuracy yeah. dude right so 75 yards wasn't positive nope no nope. and i mean the chargers in the uh in the wild card you know i think kind of gave Gave a look that a lot of teams are going to to look mm-hmm. at this year when when defending. Yeah, Lamar. it's a good. I mean, because they shut them down to follow. Definitely. Yeah. So let's move up to the Steelers. Steelers, yes. Uh, the worst for second last. Um, we both took the over on on nine wins for them this yeah. year. Go ahead and, and talk I think about it's that an, I think that's an easy over. And. I think I'm taking the angle of getting rid of the Le'Veon and Antonio uh, distraction, I think, Mm -hmm. makes them better. I think Mike Tomlin is a top three coach in the league and has been for a while. I think – I mean, I'm going to steal this from the Bill Simmons podcast, but he said he might be the most underrated and overrated coach of all time. And I thought that was funny. Um, But, yeah, I think – 
I think James Conner is a more than fine replacement, and we saw that uh, as right. far as the running game goes and the catching the ball in the backfield. He can do it. Um, and I think – I mean, they got some good fill-ins. I mean, thankfully they do have Juju, and he's a good – we'll see if he can be a, a straight number one guy, but he definitely thrived in the right. number two. And right. I think the, their ability to run the mm-hmm. ball – well, like they can still run the ball, so I think that that's definitely still going to help Juju right. out because you can't. They're not one dimensional. So people say they lost Le'Veon so, and they lost AB, but they lost Le'Veon last year. They had to live with that already. Yeah, so right. it's not right. Yeah, right. So I, um, I also had the over. You know, pretty much same thing you you were saying mm-hmm. here. Um, my key to success for them was Juju. Uh, just his ability to replace Antonio yeah. Brown. Um, you know, last year he had more catches. He had more yards. He had 111 catches, and he had 1,400 yards last year. So he had he had less touchdowns, but he's got the yeah. volume. It's so ben. They're going to throw. Right. And, and kind of just, you know, over the last six seasons that we talked about, again, Antonio Brown just tearing it up, I think that, you know, Juju was only there for two of them, yeah, three of them, maybe. So he's still so. Young I think he, too. yeah, he'll find he's just success. Scratching the surface. And, and they'll be. They'll I like be Moncrief. Fine, I think, they picked up Moncrief. Dante Moncrief. Yep, Moncrief, and then James Washington like, from. Uh, I like their fill ins a lot, as much as mm-hmm. it hurts me. Yeah. Right. Right. So, moving on to uh, to the Brownies. So the best for last. The best for last. Okay, we had them. Uh, they were seven, eight, and one last year. Odd Shark had them at a nine. We both took the over. Yeah, let's okay, talk about first it. First of all, there was no chance I'm taking the under. No. There's, and I get, I hear the, uh, I've I've heard non Browns fans talk, and I know how annoying it probably is to hear this much uh, hype around a team that won a single game out of its last thirty-two, whatever. We're excited. But, yeah, let me be excited. And <laughs> I think just – I don't see them not winning their home games uh, in the division that I'm saying. I think they'll have – they'll, they'll yeah. be the favorites against all the division teams at home, which mm-hmm. has never happened in my lifetime. I can't, like – Well, then you got the Bills, the Jets, and the Dolphins. Oh, we have the – Maybe the easiest um, division to play this year for the AFC. Uh, it, fortunate, yeah. and then I think we uh, do we get we get the Rams and the Seahawks, and I, I think we play the 49ers and Cardinals. Correct, as well, we get the actually the NFC so, West, right? Which you said was top mm-hmm. heavy, which could be. I mean, I think definitely could. I mean, be they'll good be favored us. against the Rams. No. Not the Rams. The Rams is at right. home, which so that's, I mean, that's probably going to be like it'll be three. it'll be close. I mean, it's going to be very close. But what I meant to say is the 49ers, they should be favored against, and the Cardinals, obviously. Oh, yeah. Pro- probably the so. Seahawks too, unless I mean, I think it's in Seattle, yeah. but who knows? You know, depending on previous weeks, it depends. I think the first yeah. six, the first six weeks are going to be pretty telling for the Browns. I yeah. think if they're over five hundred through the first six weeks, or even three and three. I think it's it's an easy double digit win season. I yeah, I would agree for sure. So my uh, my key to success 
um, was the Mayfield Kitchens combination. Okay. So since Hugh Jackson and Todd Haley were fired, which was October 29th, okay, Best day of the year. right after right after we lost to the Steelers. Uh-huh. Okay, we played uh, the Chiefs next week. The, the next week, which tough situation for, um, you know, Kitchens moving into offensive coordinator, yep. Greg Williams moving to the head coaching role. Uh, it's kind of a tough team to prepare for when you're changing entire coaches for sure so lost lost that one but they were five and three since the firings of hugh and haley with so definitely with with a rookie baker mayfield so definitely positive um and then in that in those last eight games uh baker threw 19 touchdowns had a 68% 68% completion percentage and threw for 281 yards yards mm. a game. So mm. he was successful yeah. and people are looking at it and they're like, Oh, he didn't beat winning teams. And like, you gotta, I mean, guys like Colin no, Cowherd are out here saying he when you're a rookie. It's a, well, you're a rookie and every team in the NFL can win any week, except the Browns from 2006. <sighs> Cause we didn't, <laughs> we didn't, but, you know what yeah. I mean? No, it's a well-balanced league, top to bottom. Yeah, and and in a division like this, where you're playing, you know, teams that are winning. I mean, even the Bengals during the regular season are competitive, yeah, so sure. they they put up a tough fight. Yeah, I mean, the AFC North has always been more of like a, a low-scoring slugfest, no matter who the teams are if they're playing each other. So it's, yeah. It's always yeah. everyone's always going to have a chance in every game, right? That being said, the right. Browns are winning the Super Bowl. So, <laughs> so real quickly, let's jump into this. Um, we get the uh, the AFC Championship. Who who do we got? Okay, here? in the game, I'm really I'm trying to suppress my bias here. Yeah, so I'm gonna do it, and I'm gonna say. It's going to be the Chiefs and the Patriots. Okay. Because, but I do think the Browns are in the playoffs. But yeah. I think just maybe, maybe year one, we'll pump the brakes and we won't put them okay. in the game. And then I'm actually going to take the Chiefs to win the AFC. Okay. Because I'm tired of the Patriots. But nice. so is everybody. Yeah, right. Right. What about you? Um, so before. Andrew Luck retirement, I actually had Colts Browns. I'm all over um, that. I, I was, you know, just absolutely enamored with the Colts at the yeah, end of the year dude. last year. I think they tore no, I it totally up. agree. And I just thought they're going to come out red hot. Andrew Luck is going to be, you know, like we said last week, an MVP candidate, and they're just going to run through their division, and they're going to run right to the AFC Championship yep, game. Yep. With that being said, I don't think Jacoby Brissett is going to take him there. No. So I'm going to go ahead and go Chiefs Browns. Okay, I'm happy with that. I because I also said the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, I think that the Chiefs um, are going to beat New England in the divisional. Okay. Um, but I think it's going to be Chiefs Browns, and I'm kind of gonna you know, pump the brakes on, on the Browns hype train a little bit and probably pick the chiefs as well. Yeah. So, um, 
we're both going to go, uh, I think, Chiefs-Saints. Is that what we both I, went? I picked the Saints. Did I pick? I think I did you, pick the I Saints. I talked too. about it. I did. Wow. Chiefs-Saints. We're putting a lot of eggs. Let's into one do it, basket. man. Episode two, putting the neck out. <laughs> if that's not the Super Bowl, then uh, we're, don't ever listen to this ever again. No. No, yeah. That's bad. <laughs> no, we're fine. Um, we're fine. I'm confident. So, I'm an expert. We 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 finished our our preview, you know, 20 under 24 hours until until opening kickoff for the 100th NFL season. Um so, real quickly, we're going to jump into our top 5. Yes, sir. To to top. So, five. our top 5 today is teams to watch coming into this year. Teams? Go ahead and run through your entire top 5. Teams to uh, watch. And kind of teams to watch, yes. Run through your top five and kind of give me and, – and this doesn't have to be teams to watch as far as, like, they could be successful. Yeah. Just, you know, maybe teams that are going to be entertaining, yeah. yeah. uh, storylines. definitely the angle I took. Yeah. Um, so go ahead. Give me your top five teams. and give me kind of just a sentence with each okay. team. So teams to watch, I went Rams, which because, I mean, Sean McVay's offense is just incredible to watch. Uh, Love it. I went with the Browns at two because I just I, I can't find a position that we're not going to be entertaining at and don't have talent, uh, specifically on offense. I mean, it it's loaded. It's going to be fun. Hopefully a lot of high-scoring games. Of course. And then of I course. got the Chiefs for basically the same reasons as the Browns and the Rams. Offense is fun to watch. Yes. Uh, I have the Saints because – I just like watching Drew Brees try to look over the line and then throw dimes. That's fun to watch. And Camara is electric. And then yep. <laughs> six, I went with the Raiders because I think it's just going to be an absolute train wreck. And I want to watch John Gruden break every single clipboard on the sideline. And gotcha. Uh, yeah, I just think it's going to be a lot of Antonio Brown yelling <laughs> at Derek Carr and him maybe crying. We don't know. So it's going to be, uh, it's going to, possibly go up um you know on on monday nights instead of what is it the bachelor yeah, the bachelorette yeah. it's going to be a antonio brown oh, and the raiders perfect drama reality tv <laughs> gold oh that's too yeah. good so what do you so got pretty you went pretty offensive heavy yeah i there. think offense is fun to watch i'm a definitely I'm a millennial can't deny can't <laughs> deny it yeah so my five teams to watch um a little more storyline mm-hmm. um I went with number one, the Colts. Ooh, uh, I good think pick. I want to see how how they do when Andrew Luck just kind of like, you know, didn't bail on them, but he kind of did. So yeah, you know, I kind of just want to see what what happens to them, you know, as an entire franchise after losing a, a franchise quarterback like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, I had the Browns, uh, same as you. Um, I think it was more so because of the offseason hype. Oh yeah. Uh, a lot of the attention from the entire league and a lot of media just being on the Browns. I'm very, you know, not even as a Browns fan, but just like if I lived in California, I'd be like, I wonder how the Browns are going to do this. Yeah. Yeah. Because all of that media attention, it's just, it's the flip for sure. Yeah. From being so bad to so potentially great. Right. I mean, it's, everybody's waiting for, it to come true because they want the story. Yeah. Or it could blow up in our faces and they want that too. Which 
which would just be, you know, years and years and years of Cleveland Browns legacy. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> Eagles. Eagles are number three for me. Okay. Um, I have them coming off their Super Bowl hangover year, which is notorious for teams. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think they're going to be fun to watch. It's going to be kind of like their Super Bowl year. I think that a lot of eyes are off of them, so they're going to quietly mm, do well. Interesting. Um, number four, I've got um, the Cardinals. I want to see the, the Kyler and, and Cliff combination. Yep. As Wiz Khalifa would say, the KK. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I kind of cheated with number five. Um, I said the, the Patriots? NFC North Ooh. battle. You said cheaters. No, so yeah, so so the Bears, Vikings, Packers specifically okay. is what I wrote down. But I'm very curious to see how that entire division yeah. plays out. Honestly, yeah. I'll accept that, even though you turned top five into top eight. We'll take it. Right? Yeah, I did. I went with a a five A, five B, five C, but I, I didn't think you'd be no, too mad. I'm never mad. All right, so we finished up our our. Uh, 2019 NFL season team preview. Uh, we are very excited for opening kickoff yep. coming up in less than 24 hours. We've got the Bears and the Packers. Coming up. Uh, who you root for, real quick? Oh, Take, give me a pick. I'm real going quick. Packers. No, give me a, give I'm me going a win. Packers. Give, Packers yep. for the win. I'll give All you a right. score. I, I I picked the Packers as well. We'll go give score. score. I'll say Packers 27-23. Okay. All right. Well, I am uh, I'm calling the game so I actually cannot put Ooh, my pick in there. That's tough. <laughs> um but anyways, thank you all for joining us for our episode 2, our special edition NFL preview. Um midday. Any closing remarks from you? Um yeah, just uh excited to be here, excited for the future of the pod, excited for the NFL season. And uh yeah. I'll leave you with a go Browns. All righty. And uh, tune in next week. We hope to have another episode up for you guys. Maybe, uh, maybe some, some scores, uh, stuff like that. Oh, yeah. So week one reaction. Definitely. Yeah. Week one reactions. We're definitely, definitely getting into this. Hope you guys are too. Have a good night, everybody.